0: Hi everyone, this is founder of MUFC OKC, Tyler Vaughn, and you're listening to the very first episode of the MUFC OKC Redcast. Might need to workshop that title, not really sure, but I am joined today by my friend and fellow Red co-host, Alan Langston. Hey, Alan.
1: Hey, Tyler. So I just wanted to let everybody know kind of what the idea behind this podcast was. Um, Basically, I just thought it'd be fun to have an American perspective on United, um, not necessarily every week, but maybe every other week, um, just kind of how the Reds are doing and uh, just kind of preview upcoming games, talk about the games uh, you know, before each podcast, but we just kind of get to have a nice outlet to just chat about um, how United are doing through the season.
0: Very cool. Well, Alan, thanks for letting the folks kind of know what's going on here. Um, I know this is a passion project of yours and something um, we wanted to, to do to involve as many local Reds as possible. So thanks for getting the ball rolling on this. I look forward to chatting more in depth about our beloved club with other you know, knowledgeable and passionate Reds. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Um, and before we dive in to start talking about um, the best club in the entire world, May United, Um, I just want to take a second and let us introduce ourselves to those of you who are listening who might not know us yet. Like I said, uh, my name is Tyler. I'm the co-founder of the group, along with my wife, Kristen. Uh, We started this group back in 2013, the same year our pub, Skinny Slims, opened. Um, We had been looking for a place to watch games for a while, and no one else was willing to open for all the games, especially the 630 and the early, early ones. Um, and after talking to the manager at the time, who was a, a fellow Red, we decided that it would be a good fit, and here we are. Oh man, it's ten years! It's almost ten years. It's been ten years. Ten years today, almost. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's twenty twenty three. Good God. Which is funny because it's been one of United's least successful periods. Right, I know. I know. <laughs> <We> are... <laughs> I know. Keep thinking we've turned a corner.
1: Um, we've never got to celebrate like a title or anything at Skinnies in front of everybody.
0: We though. got a. Uh, we got a. Europa League, we got League Cup, an FA Cup.
1: Yep, that was a good year under Jose, but it wasn't super exciting.
0: No, but this year was pretty fun. Um, we'll yeah, get, we'll get yeah. into that though. We'll get I think into Ten
1: Hag's got us on the, you know, going the right way. So. Yeah,
0: but uh, a little bit about me, I've been watching United for over twenty years now. Got into it uh, in the late nineties, like a lot of people. That was kind of the only team on TV if there was Premier League on, and was immediately drawn into. Uh, the kits and the stadium and the atmosphere and Roy Keane fell in love with him wanted to be Roy Keane as a player um, was that your favorite
1: player initially
0: yeah 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 he was just uh, he was the man like he took no shit from anyone yeah, we yeah, say yeah. shit on here I don't know, if I yeah, know. yeah yeah, yeah he, was, uh, he was hard there no- goes our first sponsorship yeah. right there Tyler <laughs> no Skinny's would love that Skin- <laughs> Skinny's son's official podcast of the m e f c o k c OKC Redcast but uh no, yeah, Roy Keane was the man. He, I tried to model my game after him. Never was successful. He, <laughs> he is too good and too hard nosed, and I was too soft and not good enough. Yeah, so those are
1: that's a lofty person to try. Yeah,
0: but I mean, why not? But from there, you know, kind of started <laughs> learning more, more about the club and the history, and then uh, obviously, then being wildly successful around that time was was helpful as well. It was easy for a 13 year old kid to kind of gravitate towards him. So, yeah, and here I am. Uh, I'm still sticking it out even after. After the, uh, the rough patch we
1: have been yeah. through. What true, true red. How, when was your first time at Old Trafford? Uh,
0: 2013, yeah. The week, oh, really? The week after Sir Alex retired, yeah.
1: The week after?
0: Yeah, He or no, it was the week before. Oh, okay. It was May of 2013, and he announced it like oh, okay. two days after we left or something. Okay, but okay. We were there for the first game after we clinched our last title. Um. Yeah, and then he announced it, and then I was like, oh, no. And then David Moyes came in, and... We had that first game at Skinnies when we played Swansea, and we thought we were going to be really good still. <laughs> and then it fell apart really, really fast. But um, Let's not talk about that year. <laughs> no. It's, that I'm trying rough. to forget. Well, there's been a lot of rough years. That was rough. Thankful for all the booze at Skinnies, We can forget about a lot of it. But what about you, Alan? Tell us about you.
1: Um, so I became a United fan just kind of similarly. They were on TV all the time. Um, and I remember watching a game where I think United were down – Either 2-1 or 2 nothing and or 2-0, and for whatever reason, or not for whatever reason, David Beckham basically just started launching in crosses and got them, I believe, to a draw. It ended 2-2, and I just sat there that Saturday morning at my friend's house whose parents just happened to have the TV on. I think it was Fox Soccer back then. Yeah, definitely. I think. Yeah, um, and it just happened to be on that morning, and I just watched it, and I was like, "Well, that was really exciting." I thought the celebrations, just the excitement around them coming back and just getting the draw, even was pretty pretty awesome. And I um, knew who David Beckham was, and so I just I didn't really like start watching seriously after that, but I just kind of put it in the back of my mind, like maybe Man United could be a soccer team I could root for, and maybe. then as I maybe maybe as I <laughs> as I kept kept you know watching you know. ESPN and TV, uh, the Champions League would be on and Man United would inevitably be on there. Um, and so I just started keeping up with them a lot closer uh, in high school when I started having some friends who played soccer seriously on the high school team. And so I just was like, you know, their their fanhood was going to like Chelsea or Arsenal. But I was like, yeah, I think I'm a United fan. And then when I got to college, I met a bunch of international students And they were all Real Madrid, Barcelona, some of them were Man United, some of them were Chelsea as well, and I just told them I'm a Man United fan, and so I just kind of went and started focusing on Man United from then on, Um, especially when Cristiano was there, Wayne Rooney, Um, but yeah, I I just kind of got really serious about it uh, from college on and just started watching about every game I possibly could.
0: So you kind of came in during like uh, the Rooney-Ronaldo and that build-up to the 2008 Champions League final and all that, and kind of that maybe... That's the best team I remember seeing in my like lifetime that I really watched week in and week out. So. Yeah, I can see why he would gravitate towards him. I, you would know, grab with tape words, and it's so fun to watch. And
1: I loved Paul Scholes. Um, yeah. I think Wayne Rooney has become my favorite player, but I mean Paul Scholes was my favorite player for a long time. I, I just I loved how he played. I loved how he controlled the middle of the pitch. And Paul I Scholes
0: just, is my favorite. I said Rooney initially, and he was initially, but Paul Scholes same way is, beca- became my favorite. Took over, yeah, yeah. And and I, I just and I am redhead, so it's naturally Yeah, yeah, of course. We gotta stick together. Yeah, of course. Why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll talk about last season a little bit. Harry Ten Hag, yeah. What can we say? I mean, he he came in. A lot of people I think are skeptical about him, um, having been at a, a club like Ajax, which has a lot of prestige. But maybe the the Dutch league isn't as, as um, competitive as some people. You know, they want to see a manager that has a little more pedigree, a little more in his resume. But he's come in and been and been really really good. A lot of a lot of good signings, getting rid of some dead weight. Um, he seems like the kind of guy that you know controls controls the locker room. Um, doesn't really play favorites where previous managers might have done. I love love Ollie. Love love what Solskjaer was doing and love how much he loved United, but um I think he kinda catered to certain players and it didn't work out very well. But I also
1: don't know that ollie had the ability to like lift us up to that next level. I think he kinda took us as far as he could. You know, I think we would get to a final every once in a while with him. Um but I, I don't know that he had the ability to take us to a Premier League title or the ability to take us to a Champions League title,
0: yeah. Ollie, I mean, what he had some experience with in Norway, and right basically got the job because he was a United guy, Imagine, yeah, yeah. You get to yeah. you get a free pass, which I, I mean, enjoy- he, did, he did some great things, we were fun yeah, to watch for a while. Absolutely, the COVID season was absolutely. really fun, yeah.
1: Absolutely, the positivity he brought in, I think, was definitely needed after Jose for sure. So, I was all for it.
0: And it's okay to say that he did a good job up until a certain point and then it needed somebody else to kind of carry it on. Um, you know, who I think
1: Ollie would be really good at, and I think I've probably posted this before, but I thought he'd be really good at um, like the backroom stuff. Um, not necessarily like backroom staff, but like the.
0: He's a Kit Man. You want to see him? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No,
1: I was thinking like, I think he would be great um, potentially in that kind of like, I don't know, Darren Fletcher, like management something backroom staff role where he's just like you know, promoting United and really bringing in players. And I, I thought his ability to like bring in some good players. Um, I'm not saying he's like, uh, I, I think he can sell United. It's what I'm trying to say. Sure. I think he was selling United really well. Like and he could was, be
0: a kind of director of football type role. Like yes, who can, someone in there, there who's recruiting. And yeah, I mean, you want somebody who's more knowledgeable than or experienced with playing than some of the previous guys we've had. Woodward, in that role. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're for not, sure. We're not naming names. <laughs> we're not, we're not naming <laughs> names. I will name names. <laughs> But yeah, I I like Eric Ten Hag a lot. We had a, a a much improved season. It was kind of a rough start, but once Casemiro came in, I feel like you know things changed. Made some great signings: uh, Martinez, Casemiro, Erickson. He revamped the midfield basically in one in one transfer window. Um,
1: yeah, which, which which player do you think was the most influential last year? Ooh. Which signing do you think was the biggest signing?
0: Oh, it's probably a toss up between Casemiro and, and But if Lee, you had to and, pick one. Licha, I'm gonna make it
1: hard if you had to pick one. Um
0: I guess I'll say Casemiro overall, yeah, top to bottom probably him.
1: Even with all his uh bannings.
0: Yeah, that's that's the one thing that's kind of <clears throat> swaying in. But also Martinez like he if we had had him in the FA Cup final, who knows what might've happened Yeah, like, exactly. You know? So Exactly. I think they're both, you know, right up there. I mean and obviously Rashford Paul's <clears> goals. Um but as far as new signings go, like he killed it, uh, Ten Hog got it right, and I'm excited to see what happens next.
1: Yeah, Anthony, I wouldn't say is a flop, but he hasn't quite lived up to what we hoped. But he's also young, and I, I see Anthony getting a lot of grief. I actually like what he does for United. He he hustles back, so he does what Ten Hag wants. But he also, he, there's something to say about someone that carries the ball up the field and takes pressure off of your defense. He's not just immediately getting it and, like, hoofing it up somewhere, he's pointlessly.
0: Just, he's a good system guy for Ten Hag. He obviously loves him because of that. Yeah, he, like you said, he tracks back. He works hard defensively. He's just the final product and the final third has
1: not been good enough yet. Um, but he's creating chances. He does create chances. If he could just put it away. Yeah. Um, he has been too selfish sometimes, too. He needs to look for that pass. He's, al- he's always going to be
0: selfish. I think it's just kind of his M.O. He's, uh, but no, he's fun to watch. I like him. He's not... I think people wanted him to be, you know... Cristiano Ronaldo or whatever. Right. Like they thought he was gonna be this because of the, the price tag and those types of things. But Right. he'd give him time and he's gonna be a good player. I mean he may not be a Ronaldo player in his career, but that's okay. No one is. I mean yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think he could definitely reach I don't know about world class, but he could maybe reach like the cusp of world class, like and, and do some good things for us. He'll be good.
0: He's a good player. I like him. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I think if I had to pick a player, I think I would lean towards Casemiro as well. But I mean but it's hard to argue with if you pick Martinez because I feel like he revolutionized our defense the way he was able to just step in for Maguire, and basically. And even Lindelof and just play the ball the way he does.
0: No, and I mean, he's the shortest guy on the field that wins every aerial. Every football. header. I mean, it's he's, insane. He's just incredibly smart, yeah. and he uses he uses his brain. Like, he, we haven't had that. I mean, Veron's obviously an, an intelligent footballer, but... Yeah. Martinez is unbelievable. Like, I love him. I love the Butcher. He's... He's probably my favorite player, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I love him.
1: His passion is what I took the, the to him. passion view, is great, man. That's what yeah. it's supposed to be about. Yeah. I love it. That's why I love Garnacho as well right now. I mean, his passion as well and what he's showing, it's just great to see.
0: We've got a good crop of, of players coming through. I'm excited. I I hope we, we add a couple more pieces. We need to add a couple more pieces. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we're in a much better place than we were 18 months ago. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. I've heard reports that Ten Hag has, like, literally just been kind of uh, – determining the diet, determining their sleep schedules. I mean, he's taken over, which I think to be a top-level team, you probably need some of that. Of course
0: you do. I mean, this isn't the 90s or prior to the 90s whenever you could go <clears throat> out and drink after the games. I mean, exactly. All the, the best players are, you know, the fittest players, most responsible players, and you have to take that stuff seriously. And it was definitely kind of a, I don't call it, lackadaisical mindset, but probably not as, um, guys aren't being as watched. I mean, we, we look back and see the stuff with, Pogba and Jesse Lingard and then messing around a lot, which is fine. Like they can have fun and be young and, and stuff, but they probably weren't as disciplined as you need to be to play right. for the biggest club in the world and, right. get, and get results. Right. Um, where I think Ten Hog has kind of has put his foot down, and if you don't want to do what he says, then then you're out the door. And yeah. he's had no problems doing that. I mean, he stripped McGuire of the captaincy, which that's one foot out the door. He'll probably move on soon. But yeah, he uh, he got Ronaldo shipped off pretty quickly, which. No surprise there, but to, to get rid of United Legend, who was leading goal scorer the season prior, you know, that's... Is that
1: what, was he really? He yeah, really he was. was yeah. yeah. He really uh, was.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, he's not afraid to make big decisions, which you have to be that guy. He's the guy. He's ruthless. He's ruthless. Which, which you need. Yeah.
1: Agreed. Um So what are your thoughts so far on the preseason and how the games have gone? Because we just got back from Houston and watching us. Let's
0: talk about Houston. Did you enjoy your trip down there?
1: Yeah, it was good. We went to San Antonio as well and saw my sister and her family and hit up Schlitterbahn. And then we made our way over uh, to the Houston game. And the the traffic was absolutely nuts. Um, But we we got there. We parked and walked. We ate dinner at a Chipotle and then walked over from this like, strip mall, I think we got there with like 10 minutes to spare. So. Oh,
0: wow. You cut it real close. We cut it close. Yeah.
1: But we got there, and my boys were fed, and I was fed. We still picked up some more food at the game. But yeah. 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 And we were, unfortunately, around uh, probably like 50-50 on United and Real Madrid, so there was a lot of "Hala Madrid chants and stuff. Of course. It was I all mean, good.
0: It was a, a big crowd and a lot of Madrid fans there. I mean, it was, it was a fun atmosphere. I wish we'd at least scored a goal, but... The whole week, the whole week—I say weekend. It was two days for us because it was a freaking Wednesday game. But yeah, we got down on the the Tuesday and got to go party with the Houston Reds the night before. I went to their local pub, which was really cool. Um, yeah, and watched the Wrexham game. If you want to call it that, the, <laughs> the kids got got annihilated. But yeah, it was still a good time with them. They're a good group, and uh, we're a great hosts. Um, but then I signed up for the thing through through their—I uh, don't know—it was the Houston Reds Foundation. I don't know, but they were. Had some connection with United and got to meet Wes Brown and hang out with him. Yeah, for how was game. that? It was really cool, man. Wes Brown, was he's been in the team ever since I started watching. He was a treble winner in 99. That was his first season, I think. And to watch him kind of progress. And, yeah. And then in 08, he got the assist in the, in the Champions League final. Like, yeah. He's just had all these little like little big moments in his career. and, his, and he's, he's been a,
1: important for United. He's it, it, been a
0: very important player yeah. and a very underrated player. Um uh, I like West Brown a lot and he was a super nice guy
1: yeah I saw some of the Stratford Paddock guys were there too for yep. Full Time Devils they were they like did that. a little Q&A thing yeah that was pretty of, cool it was cool yeah um were they asking the questions?
0: Yeah, they moderated this little this little Q and A with him, and they just you know gave him a bunch of softball questions about. Of course, yeah, it yeah, was you know, but it was fun. It was. Wait, good. They did
1: ask about the Glazers. So <laughs> weird. No, no, no
0: ownership talk. <laughs> it was funny though. We got bag checked. Did you get back? We we brought the United OKC flag in, and they like had to check it or uh, whatever. No, we
1: didn't. Yeah,
0: and they were checking for size, but also like content and what was on the flag. But I think I'd heard stuff that they people were saying ahead of time, like do not bring any Love United Hate Glaze or anything about. Because uh, they were I, I don't know how knowledgeable the, the Right the, the, the security was then, yeah. but they, they might have been looking out for that. Like no green and gold allowed. I don't know. <laughs> but I kept thinking like what if we snuck something in, what would happen? Right. Here? But right. no but we had we ended up sitting with the Houston Reds. They had the this the tickets right behind the goal and got to watch Anana's debut and his whole warm up and that uh the Rihanna Inspired chant was on of the loop down there. Of course, um, but no, it was a good time. I wish we'd scored a goal, but it looked pretty good. The second half, they looked good. I thought it was a good performance. Um,
1: yeah, I thought it was. Um, randomly, when we walked in, we actually ran into Kenton. Yeah, and Sam, like right in front of us as we were going up the escalator. Oh, so wow. I got to meet them. Yeah, and I, you know, told them I'm with my boys, and yeah. you know, my boys were with me and stuff and we were going up the escalator. And so they went to their seats, and we we went up to ours. And then when we left. We walked right by Raymond, so I stopped by and said, "Hey, to Raymond." I've never
0: met Raymond in person yet. I'm well, he
1: came to the FA Cup final in right. like twenty fourteen or fifteen or something. The one Lingard won, only one, right? I think so.
0: Yeah, I was not. I was out of town for that, but yeah, I remember he came down. Or maybe to it was guy. the semifinal. I think it was the final. I think he came all the way down for the final. But anyway, I, I wasn't here. for
1: him. I met him there, and he actually brought his kid from they drove Kansas. They drove all the way down. And Garrett was really cool about it, though. Garrett was like, "Look, you're not supposed to be in here with the kid, uh, but I know you drove down from Kansas, so we're just just hide him, keep him away from the window, so the police don't." <laughs> But anyway, it worked out. And yeah, so I got to chat with Raymond, which was really cool. Very cool. Um, and I got to meet Kenton, which was super random, but it was cool. I got to meet some of the other yeah, OKC guys. Yeah, giving
0: shout-outs to the people that showed up, I got to hang out with Liz and James Ward, who, oh, come, nice. from, who come from Enid all the time for games. Everyone yep. knows Liz. She's the loudest person in the bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, um, you took
1: a picture with somebody, but I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Was um, it like Brandy? or?
0: Yep. Um, I, the first time I met them, her husband and some were there, their first United game but we had a a good a good turnout I think we had like 15 or 20 OKC Reds down there Um, which is pretty
1: close to what we had in 2016 right for uh, sure we
0: had like a dozen in our section that was a lot of fun because it was well organized and we all sat together we all sat together that was a good time and we won we beat City that was a that That was was always fun a good time
1: I still remember Lukaku in the uh, warm ups drilling a ball off the post and it literally lifted the goal like it looked to me, and everybody around me, it, we all were like, did that just lift the goal? Like guy, it, it looked like it lifted the goal. This
0: guy's going to be so good. He's going <laughs> to save our team. Oh, I got to give go a shot to hey. Coven Caldwell. I forgot. We we talked and
1: I met him down there. Oh, nice. And, um,
0: he's a good dude. But anyway. Lukaku
1: did have a, a pretty good first season. It was just... I'm looking through pictures. Yeah, yeah. he was fine. He was fine. Yeah.
0: Steven Massey was there. Um, oh, yeah. Steven. Um, Kit Stevenson was there in his group. Yeah, Raymond... Yeah, we had a good, a good, uh, a good bunch of Reds that made the trip. But we can uh, we can backtrack a bit and talk about preseason a whole. So we what we play Leeds first, beat won them, that. Yep. beat newly relegated Leeds. That's always fun. Um, <laughs> and then who else would we play? I should have I should be better prepared for this. Um, we, we played play Leon, Leon, beat them with Vanda
1: Beek, I believe. Yeah, scoring that he uh, volley.
0: Yeah, he was very excited about that, which is good for him. Um,
1: I think I would be fine if he stayed, but, I mean, I think he won't play that much, and I think he's good enough that he could probably start somewhere else.
0: No, what I see, Real Sociedad is apparently
1: yeah. sniffing around. So, so if, I, if I was him, I would take whatever I could get for starting I mean, somewhere if, else. if he's
0: not getting a sniff under his, you know, his former manager, then... Yeah, it's not a good sign. Probably not a good sign, but... Do you
1: want to keep either one of Fred or McTominay, or do you want to see both go?
0: I would keep one of them. You um, think one? Yeah. Which
1: but, one, then, if you had to pick? Um...
0: I think Fred is the better player overall. Really? But I'm uh, partial to McDominy, McSos, because he's an academy kid, and I know. But, I know. But I don't know. He's just not a. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's I mean, he's good. they're both good squad players. I think they're both almost interchangeable. Like they can't play together, but like they, each one can do a job. You know, off the bench. Or I'm so tired
1: of watching McFred, but like, I I agree. I would be fine <laughs> with either one going and either one of them staying. So, but yeah.
0: And then the, the best pre game was the beating Arsenal up in uh, New Jersey, the 2-0 game. We the, beat them twice, twice in one night. The weird penalty shootout, <laughs> which, did I read that they did that because they wanted penalty practice, or was it like a, a tour thing where they wanted to, like, showcase penalties to the fans? I
1: heard it was penalty practice, but I okay. I don't think I ever saw confirmation, so I don't know for sure. Well, either but way, that's what I heard. Beat,
0: them, beat them in the 90 minutes and then beat them in the penalties. <laughs> so... <laughs> Take that Arsenal. Yeah, losers. But then that what they beat Barcelona, who beat Real Madrid, Five, who beat us. So Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe we're the worst team actually in Because <laughs> it's really falling apart. We lost to Rex like I said earlier, then Madrid kind of that first half killed us a
1: bit. And I then, thought we played well against Madrid. We just could not the first, finish.
0: Couldn't finish. The first half was a slow start, but then the defensive got, errors. Then they got going. Yeah. Um
1: and same thing against Dortmund, just the defensive errors kind of killed us.
0: Yeah, I think all three of those goals were like, you know, turnovers in bad spots that led to goals, right? I mean, they weren't, yeah. kind of gave those away, but yeah, I, think, I I don't put a lot of stock in preseason. I mean, as long as guys don't get hurt, which, who's gotten hurt? Maynard got hurt when we were in Houston, which yeah. sucks. He's going to yeah. be out for a bit, because I think he was looking really good. He was good. looking really good. Yeah, he would have, that's kind of where I was thinking, like, you would keep... Um, you know, the McFred combo going. Like get rid of them both if Mane is yeah. good to go. Like yeah, he, and bring in Amrabad or whatever. Yeah, he's... It sounds like he's on the way in, but yeah, we can talk about that in a minute. Um, but oh, yeah. Or oh, right now. I mean, we have two more preseason games coming up, Saturday and Sunday, so we'll see probably the split between Reserves, youth reserves, and the the first team. Yeah, um, we play
1: we play Lens on Saturday, and then we play Athletic Bilbao. Excuse on me, it's Sunday. Is Lens? Is it Lens? Lens? Sorry, I'm not French <laughs> enough. Know. I'm not
0: French <laughs> enough. I'm just kind of guessing at <laughs> how you pronounce it. But I don't know if that's that'll be the first team guys or the the kids. But then Athletic Bilbao on the the following day.
1: Surely they. I mean, yeah. I would think. Yeah, you might do the youth on Saturday, and then the first team against Athletic Bilbao and. Uh, Sunday, but who knows?
0: Maybe it's a long, it's so many games, and two,
1: it's so many games,
0: two games that were back to back, so four games that were literally back to back days, which is weird. schedule. I don't know who's but then they was. get a
1: week off before they play. Uh, Wolves, we do have Monday, a nice long so, break, so, yeah. which I hate
0: that we're shutting on a Monday. But what can you do? They want those ratings. Um, they do want the ratings, which you know, United no, definitely bring the ratings, always, always bring the ratings, yeah. always the most watched team, yeah.
1: Um, But yeah, so like, honestly what impressed me preseason was the Arsenal game, Um, but also like, I thought the second team handled Dortmund. Dortmund had their, mostly their starters out there, and the second team handled them pretty well, I thought, other than the end of the half, when they just kind of fell apart.
0: Kind of same with Madrid too, Uh, you know, after an hour, the the first team guys for the most part went off, and then got some of the, the fringe players on, and they did well until... What's his the face? Bicycle the Stoke kid. reject. Yeah, yeah I got yeah. that bicycle.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of just a freak thing, you know. Yeah,
0: and then Bellingham's goal was maybe offside. I still haven't gone back and watched it yet, but
1: it was super close. I went back and reviewed it. It was really, really close. So I'm not sure if he really was, but no It was, bar, it was super close. Yeah,
0: but a great finish. I mean, he's a great player. I wish
1: we picked him up. But yeah, I know, right? Um, yeah. Um, That midfield in like two or three years is gonna be, I think, ridiculous. Yeah, they're already. When Modric retires, they
0: know how to they know how to retool and and build a squad. I mean, they can spend hell of money and do it, but yeah, yeah, they do it well. They're not like us spending terrible money. So I think the
1: one thing I was excited about, other than seeing United in person again, was getting to see Modric and uh, Bellingham just to say like I got to watch them. My boys were actually disappointed that Benzema moved on because they're like we would have loved to see Benzema, which would have been. Pretty cool, too. It would have been good to see him. Yeah. yeah. I guess i never say, seen him. Yeah. yeah, just to say you got to see him, you know. Oh, well. So sad. But, yeah, I I was impressed with the Dortmund. I was impressed with the Arsenal. I'm not too worried about the results in preseason, just no. because I've watched us play under Van Hall. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs>
0: That's what I was going to bring up. Yeah, the best preseason of all time, winning all those games. And then... And
1: Martial was, like, unstoppable. Uh-huh. And then we went to crap the second the season started. Well, I don't know about went to crap, but it it wasn't what we had watched preseason. It fizzled real fast. Yeah, um, I think we lost the first game that yeah, season. We did. I can't
0: remember who it was against. And then we lost a lot of terrible games. But maybe those <laughs> days are over. Maybe Old Trapper is a fortress again.
1: Or- I sure hope so. We need to get our away record a little better this year. But our, I mean, our home record was. Elite. I think it's a lot of mentality stuff, and I think having a striker that—I mean, if if we can have a striker that actually can put the ball in the back of the net, because we created chances on the road, we just didn't always put them away. Yeah. If we have someone that's putting them away consistently, plus if Rashford can keep up his form, so that maybe if the striker isn't, you know, at his best that day, then Rashford puts it away. I think we'll be fine. I think we just need to put away those chances, and you know do better in front of goal, and it will take a lot of pressure off the team.
0: That's a good segue into player signings, which, let's take a quick break so I can get another beer, and then we'll jump into new signings.
1: Cool.
0: And we're back. Uh, We're going to take this next segment to talk about um, signings and players being sold and all those fun things that happened during the summer transfer window. So I guess we'll start with some of the players that have been. um,
1: So we got Hoyland in most recently.
0: Oh, we're doing that that now, huh? Okay, yeah. So we haven't officially signed him yet, but yeah, it sounds like. He did his medicals today and stuff, So so, yesterday. So so Fabrizio said. So yeah. Yeah. Hoyland's in, um, which is great. We need a number nine, although he's not the finished product yet. It didn't seem like I honestly never watched him play, so. Yeah. I've seen the highlights, and, you know, they're pretty good. Yeah,
1: I yeah. So I I watched a <clears throat> YouTube video that kind of dove into his stats, and basically if you run down his minutes, he played 20 games. Yeah. A lot of people will quote he played he had 32 appearances, but he actually played, like, in minutes, 20 to 21 games. Okay. So nine goals, I think two assists in that time period isn't that bad. So that's a you know goal involvement uh, almost every other game. That's not that bad for a 20-year-old.
0: 20-year-old, he's like 6'3", um, but he's a number 9. Looks like a real finisher, and I'm sure assuming Ten Hog and Benny McCarthy will get the best out of him and, and kind of teach him. And then Onana? Onana, new goalkeeper, so De Gea's gone after, uh, what, 12 years at the club. Did um, you,
1: I mean, I'm guessing you kind of leaned the way the rest of us did, that De Gea just... Wasn't handled great. Yeah,
0: I mean, what are you gonna do though? No, no, like player ever gets a really good sending off to. Do they does
1: not seem like I it. Mean, seems like some do. I mean, Carrick did. I mean, I guess recently he got, he got. But I mean Rooney.
0: But those guys are like well, I mean Rooney got to go, but but De Gea still thinks he can play at the top level, you know. So like yeah, and he, I'm sure he thought he would be back. So it's just one of those things where
1: I think it's just how it worked out. But I still wish the you know, management would have handled it and ownership would have handled it better. Well, but.
0: I mean, I guess he had an opportunity to sign a contract and, and didn't. And then they kind of went back on that and said, actually, it's not, you know, not an option anymore. We're going to rethink things. And, yeah, I mean, but looking at Onana, he's he's the type of type of keeper you want. guy that can, you know, break lines with his passes and play out of the back. And kind of have, like having a, a a 12th man out there, an extra defender that, right. can, that can do some things. We saw a little bit in Houston. We've seen you know, what he's capable of, um, I think he's going to be great. He's a, I think he will, He's too. a good shot stopper, and his distribution is on point, so I'm really excited to see what he can do.
1: Random question. Best keeper at United all time. I mean... Who do you vote for? Uh, Who you got?
0: Alex Stepney. No, I usually... <laughs> I mean, I didn't really watch Smychel week in and week out. Most people probably say that, but I mean, for me, Van Der Sar.
1: I, was, I think it's Van Der Sar for me, too, but I'm in the same boat as you. I didn't really watch Michael back then. So.
0: If we had gotten Van Der Sar a few years earlier before I went to Fulham, like he yeah. would be... He, I think most people would probably say he's the best, but his yeah. him not being united. What was he for five years or whatever? Right. He probably didn't have the longevity that goes with the the title of being united's best ever keeper. But I love that one, Vandersar and. Glad to see he's doing better after his health scare.
1: But Schmeichel moved to Man City after us, so it kind of drops
0: down for me a little bit. Yeah, you can kind of go to hell for that. (laughs) No no one's a fan of that move. You can't can't do it, man. You can't do it. Okay, Um,
1: so first signing was Mason Mount. Mason Mount, who's not... Been real impressive in the preseason, but he hasn't been bad. He's been
0: fine. I don't know. I don't know what people are expecting. Like, he's... I think again it's one of those price tag things where he's an expensive player and people expect him to come in and change right change the way the team plays. Um right. it's, it's gonna take a while to gel, but he's a very he's a very capable player and another guy who works hard and works back and someone that definitely Ten wants in his team. So right. we'll give him the benefit of the doubt for now and see if yeah.
1: I I think he'll he'll definitely fit into the system and I think that he'll his passing range and his just tenacity to try and win the ball back, I think will work out more often than than not, maybe. but I don't know. I mean, maybe he could kind of flop, but I I don't I don't think he will.
0: Yeah, I think he'll be fine. And it, at the very least, it made all the Chelsea fans mad that their their right. kid,
1: you know, youth kid, came to United. And, yeah, Mr. Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty awesome.
0: But yeah, we got Mountain. We got Anana and in, we got Johnny Evans in maybe that's interesting. He kind of came in on a a one month or short term contract and has yeah. done okay. And they're talking about maybe yeah. extending that, which. Yeah, if we lose, you know Maguire, um, that's probably you know not a bad a bad move. A guy with a lot of experience and he'd be a good leader. I, I don't expect him to play a whole lot, you know. But yeah. he'd be fine. He'd be as a fine a a, pickup. Yeah,
1: you know, in those random like lower tier FA Cup matches or League Cup matches, definitely someone we should not more. have
0: gotten rid of um, under Louis Van Gaal. I think that was a mistake to, to move that's, him on.
1: That's where I've kind of disagreed with people. I wasn't real impressed with him the last two seasons he played. I thought he looked scared passing. I thought he looked confused playing defense, and I just wasn't a fan.
0: I think they were all pretty terrible at that time. They were all, I don't know. I,
1: it was a different but, time. But he has looked really good for Leicester. Yeah. I mean, he was, yeah. Leicester,
0: was, as I like to call Sure. That's what all, all the Americans called him Leicester before they came along and, and won the league. Um,. Um, Is that it for incoming players right now? I'm yeah. Think.
1: We're yeah. looking at bringing in Amrabat. Yeah. Right. Maybe even another backup goalkeeper. But, dude, that guy, that Kovar kid, he looked really good. Yeah. I don't even know if he's a kid or not, but that Kovar guy looked good whenever he played.
0: And I think they already, I mean, he didn't get... He didn't get to play again after that, right? He got sent No. He was just the one and done. Yeah. yeah. But he looked good that game. He was good. He was definitely good. I there. think Heaton
1: has looked pretty good, too. I think he could definitely do a job if we need him to.
0: Sure. He's he's experienced. He's a good goalkeeper. And he loves United, which, which is always positive. So. Amrabat though. I don't know much about him. I mean, I remember briefly the World Cup and being a good player. Um, but, I mean, I guess people rave about him. He's a holding central midfielder. And I think uh, he's a big, big imposing player. He's a presence. And... I mean, if people are high on him, then, then sure. If Ten Hag wants, him, if Ten Hag wants, and Ten Hag we trust—that's kind of what I trust. That's exactly. kind of what I just keep going back to. If he wants, and then I'm not going to say no. I'm I right. did hear a
1: cool stat that apparently at the World Cup he covered uh, more ground than anybody, or, or he ran the most out of everyone at the World Cup. Is that right? Yeah, I think it was over like 35 miles or something crazy, and like no one was even close to how much he ran during wow. the World Cup. Now, of course, it helps that you know Morocco went pretty far in they the competition. Did. But I'm just saying, to, to be the one guy that ran more than anybody else is pretty impressive. And I think that's what Ten Hag wants. He wants someone that's going to cover kind of every blade yeah, You across. want mobile
0: midfielders. Not yeah. to say that we don't have those, but I think uh, towards the end of last season, we could tell that Christian Eriksen was kind of yeah uh, laboring a bit. Maybe For the sure. legs went a bit. He wasn't as fit as we wanted him to be, and we relied on him a bit too much. So, yeah, I mean, the more... The more depth we can provide in the midfield, the better. And Big time. Especially with Manu going out for a bit, who I think would have stepped in and probably been, you know, one of those guys off the bench right away. Um, yeah.
1: But, we'll see. I mean, we've got... He could be a good backup for uh, Casemiro as well. Sure. Or, in, like, tougher games, say we play Real Madrid in the Champions League, you could put both of them back there as, like, two pivots to kind of help cover. Yeah. You know... Which would be a good option over over McTominay or, or you know, a Fred.
0: I'm just excited him. we've signed players before August. You know, we got right. a couple guys in, which is unheard of for us. Usually, right. usually we leave it late. Um, Very late. Sometimes after the season starts. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Till we lose 4 nothing, And then they're like, hey, we should probably buy some people.
0: Until Casemiro calls in. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to help you guys out. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I got this.
1: <laughs> I'll fix it.
0: Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, there's... <clears throat> <clears throat> obviously people want to see more, um, want United to splash more cash, but as we've seen, and probably we'll see with, with the likes of Manchester city spending overspending, maybe there will be some punishments coming down the line and United got a little slap on the wrist, a little fine for, for some, uh, some breaches of FIFA fair play. So they're probably being extra cautious right now. And the ownership, uh, the pending sale that's never going to happen has probably been, you know, affecting, uh, you know, player acquisitions, but for sure. You know, I think I think the business so far has been good, and I think we'll see another, hopefully, another good season, uh, an improvement upon last season. I don't think we're going to win the title. Um,
1: Where do you think we might end up, though? Well,
0: I like to think second. I mean, I think I hate to think City's going to win four in a row, but right. I don't know who's going to stop them. Even though they've, you know, they've, think- lo- they've lost a couple of players, um, but they they. They buy well, and right. Pep's obviously a great coach. And right. They've
1: sold quite a few good players, though. That's which what I'm which saying, is interesting. Which it
0: is. Maybe it'll it'll cut the gap a bit. They want when they want another treble, but I think the I think City will probably do it again, barring something something crazy. Um, I like to think we could we're better than Arsenal, but maybe not. I mean, they always tend to crumble, don't they? So right.
1: They they definitely have filled some good holes um, to try and you know cover up. In their depth, yeah. I think with with some of their signings, I still don't completely understand the Havertz signing with the Jesus signing. just, I mean, he came in last year. But I'm just saying, I don't know that they really have like a true striker still, and so yeah. I just find it odd. It seems like they want to play more false nine stuff, which is fine. But I mean, Havertz hasn't really proven he can find the back of the net that often. Uh, Jesus is the same in the same boat. He found the net at the beginning of the season, and then he kind of trailed. So I'm just saying, like, yeah. with Arsenal, I don't, I don't really know how they're going to continue to uh, push for a title this year. But we'll see. So I think I think second is definitely up for grabs for us. I'll, I will say, I kind of lean towards Chelsea uh, Chelsea's probably going to not be as bad. And I also think Liverpool will not be as bad. Neither
0: one of them can really be worse. I mean, Chelsea was just got awful they last year. They were terrible. And yeah. then Liverpool figured it out, and they... You know, quietly crept up the table towards the end of the season and almost snuck in Champions League spots. Or you know, we're in with a shout. But
1: I'm still surprised they're not buying any defenders, and I think they'll probably that might be their downfall. I hope so. So I still, I I really think like we could we could close that gap on City, uh, but we may have to watch them win the title one more year before we make a real a real push. Uh, But we'll see. Maybe maybe Ten Hag could work some magic and get us get us uh, to really push them.
0: Well, what do you think we're going to – how's the team going to line up first game? Play Wolves uh, Monday the 14th. Um, We're still probably looking at maybe another signing officially being announced in the next few days with Hoyland. Um, I don't know if he starts right away, though. I bet he doesn't. I bet he's off the bench his first, you know, couple of games.
1: That's what I'm curious about is if he will start or if if we'll just kind of ease him in. Um, If he doesn't, then I would guess – it would be like Rashford, Sancho, Antony yep. with a Casemiro, Mount, Bruno right midfield. Mm-hmm. And then probably Shaw, Martinez, Varane. And then, you know, the right back is an interesting position because, you know, Delo definitely offers us more, I guess, passing and shooting wise. But defensively, Juan and wan dribbling and passing has definitely improved.
0: He's definitely gotten better. He was on the way out, I think, you know, right. last year. Everyone thought he was gone, but...
1: He still makes the aaron Arid pass that you're just like, what was that? If only
0: we could com- combine their powers, they'd be know. a great right back. I know. And, so uh, I'm
1: I'm curious who he'll start. I, I would lean towards, he because it's Wolves, I, I'm going to maybe say DeLoe well, gets the start. I was going to
0: say Aaron Wambasaka, but I don't know. It's toss up. I think. And, 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 and that's a non-angle, yeah, though. That's guaranteed know. to happen. Yeah.
1: But, you know, if he wants to start Hoyland, then, you know, maybe Sancho starts on the bench and then he comes in if, if uh, Hoyland uh, can't put it in the back of the net. Or if, you know, I still want to see Sancho outright. I think I think we're not utilizing him perfectly the way, like, he could be utilized. I think his best position is out on the right. And yeah, I, mean, I we wish we would him. use him there more. He
0: looked pretty good playing the false nine. He did. And, and, during preseason. He uh, did. He's had a good preseason, I think. Yeah. I mean, he's... He's a uh, he's an interesting one. I, he's not quite hit the heights. I think everyone wanted him to hit, but right, he'll get another season to see what he can do, and it's probably be it for him. His last chance yeah. to, to prove himself. But
1: agreed. But I I would like to see. I mean, the false nine is fine, but I would like to see him more on the right. I think a, a bit more. It seems like the tendency is to put him on the left, and I just think that's not quite utilizing him to his best ability. Yeah. Personally, I just that's what I think.
0: I think so too. I mean, I I think we'll see as time goes on that Rashford will play. You know, we'll get his his preferred position on the left, and then hopefully Hoyland comes in and, and does a job up top,
1: and then uh, it'll i want to see Garnacho rotated quite a bit too. Oh yeah,
0: he'll get a lot more playing time. Yeah, this year. yeah, I think he
1: should. He's a, he looked really good against Real Madrid. He, I thought he's uh
0: he takes players on, he takes chances. That's what we want. He's him and, and Palistriu. I guess maybe is going out on loan, but I, I like watching both them a lot. Um, they're both fun to watch, and we don't we haven't had enough guys like that in recent times that are. You know, show no fear and just run it, run it, defenders. So, I'm uh, I'm excited to see what they can do going forward. Especially I Mignoche's. Mean, uh, if you can't already, tell, he's always going to be one of the best players in the world in right. a few years' time. So, right.
1: I would love to see that yeah. also. But, um, I was hoping to see a bit more from Ahmad Diallo. Um, yeah. Just because of how well he played for Sunderland. We didn't even talk about his
0: injury. He picked up an injury against Arsenal and, yeah. and yeah. was on crutches, and they haven't really said anything about that since, which is kind of strange, but. Maybe that means it's not serious. I don't know.
1: But I felt like he created some decent chances and just couldn't couldn't get the uh, finished product. But that's how it goes sometimes.
0: Yeah, he's kind of a raw player still too, but did really well
1: for Sunderland last year and he had some banger goals. Those highlights, man. Whew, he, can he had score some it. great shots. Well, um,
0: um, let's see. Let's take a quick break and then we'll talk about the start of the season. <laughs> Okay, so season starts on Monday, August 14th, Um, and we are opening up at home against Wolverhampton Wanderers, so a team that I think we beat twice last year. We beat the home and away last year. Um, I think they were close,
1: though, both times. They weren't, like, you know, big-time dominating performances, but...
0: Beat right. them one oh at their place, two oh at home. Both came at home, yeah. Later later in the season after the World Cup. Yeah. Um, but yeah. They're, they, they're always
1: kinda of tricky for us for whatever reason.
0: They they play everybody pretty well. I think they, they finished thirteenth last year, which I'm sure they're very disappointed in. then they've also offloaded a lot of players. They lost uh, Jean Moutinho, Jimenez, Jimenez yeah. uh, Neves went to Saudi Arabia, right? Yep. So yep. Yep. they kind of lost some of their... So they probably won't be as good. I wouldn't think so. I mean, I don't know what... Luba, those are some big names. has got up his sleeve, but they were, I think they were last when he took over last year at yeah. Christmas and I turned it around, and, you know, climbed the table a bit, so...
1: I just remember them really struggling to score. So if we can just shut them down on scoring again, I don't, I don't think there'll be much of an issue at home.
0: Yeah, and I don't think... I think our defense will be all right. I think, yeah. kind of like last year, we kind of struggled to find the back from the outside of Rashford, so... Right. As long as we can... It might be another season where we, we have to rely on the defense to get, get the job done or, you know, see games out. and Hopefully we can scrape a goal here and there, at least starting out. Um, but it's not a bad game to open up with. It's, uh, it's definitely one we should win. I mean, well, we, we lost the first two last year,
1: so we can't really get Yeah, if worse. we could have a better start than last <laughs> year, good grief. We we would be in a great spot if we could have a better start than last year. For sure. Um, what do we got after that? We play Spur,
0: Spurs away uh, the following Saturday, which – um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't don't want to think about Spurs right now. They they haven't done a whole lot. The Harry Kane thing is still hanging over their head a bit. Right. Um I guess he's gonna he'll be around for now. I can't see him leaving this late in the window. But right. I don't. And I also don't know who else would be in for him the Bayern <laughs> Munich. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll come in and get him, or at least his head'll be turned. So maybe maybe he'll be distracted. Yeah, I don't know. Gotcha. I don't know. Spurs are always a, a weird one, right? Like the no one really takes them seriously until they. Try and be taken seriously, like, and they—I don't know. Lads,
1: it's Tottenham. Like, I if they mean, have random good games, you know, they beat Man City. They do. They they've beat Man City what three times in the last two years? They've got, got their
0: number. They—they've got good players. I mean, Kane, Son. You know, those guys are are world class players. But I don't know what it is. They just haven't. Uh, they can never. They can never really figure it out and be a contender. I don't. Maybe it'll just never happen. It's just not for them. They're just. They're just. Uh,
1: well, we play them at a pretender. Yeah, we play them at their stadium. Yeah, so, so it'll be get, our first away match, and kind of to see what our new mentality is for away matches.
0: Yeah, so. that'll be it'll be an interesting game. I mean, obviously, we should be confident going there, but then again, you don't know. Like that'll be that'll be their home opener. So yeah, it'll be a tough game, no doubt yeah. about it. Um, and then from there, we go back home to play Forest on the twenty sixth, which you'd like to think that a team that barely survive last season we could do a job at home Um, right
1: and they I don't think they've improved a whole lot this offseason either so
0: I mean they're trying to get Dean Henderson still so that would be good (laughs) Lengard's gone Um, yeah yeah I'm not not afraid of them I think that's a fine that should be we should be looking at at least six points from those first three games if not seven or nine Yeah, seven or nine yeah but then, then, then big, the, big one. the big one, we play our Arsenal Labor Day weekend on the third of September. So the first four games are winnable but tough. Um Arsenal's gonna be good again. Um
1: yeah. It's at Arsenal. It's at too. Arsenal, so we
0: got two yeah. two big away fixtures right, right off out of the off gate. Of that, yeah. 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 Um yeah. but yeah, I don't I don't I haven't watched any Arsenal in preseason other than our game against them, and they didn't look great to me. Um Declan Rice Kind of got bossed by Khabibainu. Agreed. Uh, yep. But also he's still fitting in there and, and getting right. his bearings, so we're not going to judge I'm, him too harshly yet. But I'm I mean,
1: curious how Rice will do in a team that isn't on the back foot as much because, you know, Arsenal's way more front-footed, wanting to be aggressive, keep the ball, pass it around. So I'm just curious how Rice is going to adjust to that versus, you know, how West Ham I think, he'll be, I think he'll
0: be fine. He's really good. He'll be fine.
1: I don't know. I mean, I, I think he could be good. I just don't know that it'll justify the price tag and no. justify what the expectations are, you know, for him. Coming what, in. what are
0: his expectations? To help them win the league? If they win the league, he's fine? Like Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Because <laughs> he's going to score goals, but not a talent. He's not going to be a guy that,
1: you know... He doesn't have a great shooting record, though. He's not. So I don't necessarily
0: know. he's not a goal scorer. He's not going to put up a ton of stats. He's, he's not, not
1: Casemiro. Let's put him that well, way. Well, no one is
0: Casemiro. <laughs> Casemiro is one of the greatest humans to ever walk a
1: face of the earth.
0: That's just a fact. <laughs> But let th- it be known I think yeah and we, we talked I think that's probably going to be maybe our closest competitor to for second which whatever second is just your first loser so I don't really care right. as long as we I want to win but you know I'm at the, we're at the point, I think, watching an eye where we look at the, the end of the, the start of the season as opposed to the run, and I used to always look at the end of the season first and be like, okay, we got this game, this game, this game, like, we're going to be right there, like, this is this is a winnable title year, right. and now I'm just like, we better start well or we're in trouble, yeah. like, so... Yeah. I <laughs> would
1: love to see us in the mix come, you know, Boxing Day and yeah. that whole...
0: anything after Christmas is what you want, and, Yeah. Uh, we, uh we flirted with being what was it we had that one week where we thought we were when we be Barcelona in Europe League and we thought we were the best team in the world and then it kind of fell apart but it did the team has potential we got a lot of good players we need it. we're still a couple signings away I think from challenging but right I'm excited I, it's going to be a fun season and it's always fun to get out of skinnies and and talk our shit
1: and, right. and hopefully not get too much shit talked on us but <laughs> you know it is what it is I enjoy the banter um, where do you think we'll how do you think we'll do in some other competitions like what, uh, are, you, what are you hoping for in like Champions League FA Cup stuff like that
0: I would say I game. mean obviously we hope we win it but where do you, where do you realistically <laughs> oh think? yeah quadruple Um we're gonna win everything finally, yeah. finally. And we're gonna one up city <laughs> people <laughs> will forget people that haven't already forgot because that was the worst trouble of all time like who gives a shit about city's trouble thank you thank you Um but no I think Champions League get out of the group we haven't drawn the group yet but you always have to get out of the group um Please, God, don't finish third and drop the Europa league. That'll make me so mad. No joke. Uh, But, no, get out of the group, you know, make a run there. I think it's always you want a cup run. Um, Ethic Cup and League Cup are always kind of a crapshoot depending on the draw and the way the fixtures shake out with who you're playing in the league. So, um, if you can make a decent cup run, and we made two finals last year, that was great and picked up, you know, the lesser of the two trophies. But that was still good. So, I would say if we could pick up another trophy and another – another top four finish. That's about what I expect. So, we'll say second, Champions League quarterfinals, at least FA Cup quarterfinals, semifinals, and then it better be, a, well, they'll probably put less emphasis on the League <coughs> Cup this year and the Carabao Cup because they've won it and they just won't need feel the need to really press for that. So, yeah. yeah, I would say, you know, I don't know. I don't even see us getting that far in that. Honestly, we'll probably play the kids. Hopefully, we'll be in a place where we can play the kids and let them get some experience. So, I don't know. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say
1: second. I'm gonna say we probably go out early in the league cup just to some weird yeah. game where like there's probably a handball, but they call the penalty anyway, and we lose because the VAR and refs are ridiculous.
0: man, you sound like you're. Uh... You're wounded. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit.
1: And then um, I'm going to say we win the FA Cup and we'll get we'll overachieve and do the semifinals of Ooh. the Champions League.
0: I'd take that. That'd be a really fun season. Yeah. We'll probably
1: go out to like Real Madrid or somebody. And probably that Man up, City. Or Man, Man City. City. Man it's, it's whatever. Back-to-back yeah.
0: trebles. They'll yeah. win the quadruple. Yeah. yeah, it's whatever. But
1: um, not if we win the FA Cup, then we'll, we'll, we'll ruin it. I you. didn't say your
0: predictions were right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what
1: I'm going to lean towards. But yeah, I, I think we could definitely do second. I would love to see us really challenge. Um, and I, I think that Ten Hag could work enough magic and maybe do it, but I still question, you know, squad depth if, yeah. if they'll really be able to, to pull it off. Um, but yeah.
0: Well, I think that is a, a good place to kind of wrap it up for a first ever MuFCOKC OKC Rantcast. Um, so if anybody made it to, uh, you know, 50 plus minutes into this thing, then...
1: Thank you for listening. Yeah,
0: well, you're invited to be on the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: please. We want to have some extra listeners and, and you know extra guests come on and and chat with us. So we don't want to make this exclusive just for us. We want we want to have other people on and just kind of yeah. you know have a good time. And like I said, just make it a good outlet for other United fans um, just to just to chat about United.
0: Volunteer your services. We can we can record on the flight at Skinnies. We can do whatever. Um, it costs you. At least one Guinness to get on the podcast. We'll put the price tag out there. I'm not above uh, being paid in beer. But yeah, so Alan, I appreciate you setting this up. And we will see everyone at Skinny's on the 14th. Come on United.
1: Let's go.